0: Is there any such thing as truth? Many people in today's culture say it's true that there is no such thing as truth. This is Evidence and Answers with author, speaker, and Christian apologist Pat Zuckerman. Today, Pat explores the nature of truth before a live audience. If there is no absolute truth, then how can the Christian claim that Christianity is true? Stay tuned. This is an informative program today on the nature of truth, relative or Absolute. And while you're listening, check out our website at evidenceandanswers.org. Here's Pat Zuckerman.
1: If you're going to proclaim truth, you got to be able to defend the truth. You got to be able to say why you believe what you believe. The truth is always attacked, especially in our day. And you've got to be able to demonstrate the truth. You got to be able to live the truth. John 13, Jesus said, they will know that you my disciples if you love one another. And you need all three components. You've got to be able to proclaim the truth, you got to be able to defend your position, defend the truth, and then you got to be able to live the truth. Truth is absolute. Okay? Two plus two equals four is true everywhere. It's true here, it's true in China, it's true in Indonesia, it's true in Africa. Truth is absolute. A triangle has three sides. That was true a thousand years ago. And it's true today. Hmm? Truth is unchanging. It's absolute. Uh, Presently, I live in Dallas. And that's true for me. And that's the true fact for the rest of you. That presently, I reside in Dallas. Truth is narrow. Because truth excludes its opposite. So truth is narrow. So when people say, aren't you Christians being narrow-minded? Yes, because truth is narrow. Truth excludes its opposite. If I am presently alive, then the statement, I am presently dead, must be false. They both can't be true at the same time in the same way. Truth excludes its opposite. Therefore, truth is narrow. Four plus four equals eight, and only eight. Not seven, not nine, not ten. Okay, that's narrow, but it's true. That's the nature of truth. If you're going to the pharmacist, you better hope he has a very narrow view of truth because when he prescribes to you medicine, he says, take one pill a day. Okay? <clears throat> that better mean what he says it means. Okay? You, would have, uh, you would be deeply troubled if the pharmacist said, See, yeah, you know, take however many you want, you know, take ten, take one, take two, eh, whatever you want, yeah, go ahead, you know, take it with soda, take it with, take it with aspirin, eh, do whatever you want, you know, no, you better hope he's got a very narrow view of truth, take this and this is how you take it, one a day, with, you know, don't take any other medication but this, if you're going into surgery, you better hope that doctor has a very narrow view of truth, you better not hope he, he's looking at you as he cuts open your chest and well, maybe I'll cut here or there. No, he's gotta have a very narrow view of truth. Your banker, you better hope they've got a very narrow view of truth. Hmm? Truth is narrow by its nature because it excludes its opposite. So, in Exodus twenty, if God of the Bible says there's only one God, all other claimants must be false. Galatians 3.1 it says that we um, must adhere to a gospel of grace built on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Therefore any other message that contradicts this claim must be false. If Jesus Christ is the Son of God then any religion that denies this must be false. The truth is narrow because it excludes its opposite. Hmm? Truth is not invented. Truth is discovered. We don't create truth. We discover it. Hmm? Sir Isaac Newton discovered the law of gravity. That doesn't mean gravity did not exist until he discovered it. Gravity always existed. He discovered it. See, we discover truth. As we grow in knowledge and understanding of the world around us, we discover truth and then we shape our lives and live according to the truth that we discover. Truth is not invented, it is discovered. Beliefs cannot change what is true. Truth is not affected by one's attitude. Truth is affected by the facts. By uh, the reality of the world around us. Iranian President Ahmadinejad sincerely believes, he sincerely believes the Holocaust did not take place. Therefore does that mean the Holocaust never took place because he sincerely believes it? No. Not based on his attitude or his beliefs, it's based on the facts. Hmm? Uh, I was at the University of Texas at Dallas Speaking in front of a bunch of graduate uh, students in engineering and in the sciences and they all disagreed with that. They said, no, no, the truth is what I ever, what, what I perceive it to be. And I said, really? They said, yeah, truth is what I perceive it to be. And I said, you really believe that? They said, yeah. And I said, okay, well, I perceive that. And there was a door right here uh, behind me where I was speaking. I said, I perceive this door to be open. So I'm going to walk through that door course the door is closed and I ran into the door. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, how come this door is not open? You know, and, and the whole audience was quiet. A bunch of PhD and master's levels, students, were all quiet. And when I came back, I said, is truth what I perceive it to be? Do I create truth? Or is truth what corresponds to the real world? And they said, well, no, no, no. Truth is whatever you perceive it to be but you've got to believe it sincerely. And I said, oh, okay, well, I sincerely believe that there is no wall here. I'm going to walk right through it. You know, and I ran into the wall. And, and I came back and I said, wow, well, you know, if truth is what I perceive it to be, if I create my own reality. How come I can't get through whatever's standing in front of me there? You know, and they were quiet just for a long time. Okay? So here we are in a bunch of some of the best scholars from all over the world who bought into this whole idea that truth is, whatever I perceive it to be. Truth is not created by the culture. A culture may believe false ideas. The majority can be wrong. Being raised in a given culture doesn't make their beliefs true. Being raised a Nazi doesn't make Nazism true. Being raised a racist doesn't make racism true. Truth is not what works. Remember John Gotti or uh, Teflon Don as they called him because no conviction could stick to him. Uh, he was acquitted in three trials by manipulating the truth. And he manipulated the truth and it worked. Got him off. What was that truth? Truth is not what makes me feel good. A bad report card may feel bad, but it represents truth. If you go to a doctor and you're seriously ill, you want him to tell you what is true, even if it doesn't make you feel good. That's what you expect from your doctor. If you go to your banker and your account's in trouble, you expect them to tell you the truth. Truth is not what feels good. It corresponds to the facts of the world around us. Some common objections you may hear. Doesn't history show that truth changes? Truth changes as we grow. Truth is not absolute because we grow in truth. What is true today may be false tomorrow. The progress of science is proof that truth is constantly changing. Here's one example you often hear on a high school and university campus. Uh, Not too long ago, you know, uh, scientists believed that the earth was flat. Well, we soon discovered that the earth was round. Therefore, truth changes, right? Is that correct? No? What's wrong with that illustration? Okay, the earth was always round. What changed? Yeah, you got it. Hey, it's our perception of the truth that changed. Just because we believed the earth was flat, didn't make the earth flat. It was always round. The facts didn't change. What changed was our perspective and our understanding of the truth. How can truth be exclusive and absolute when there are numerous people who believe in contradictory truth claims? Many people believe opposite things. So how can absolute truth exist? Well contrary beliefs are possible, but contrary truths are not possible. You can believe everything is true, but everything can't be true. Truth is determined by the facts, not by one's beliefs. Now, before we go on, and I'll demonstrate how you you can uh, witness effectively to someone who holds relativism. Any questions on what we covered? Good. All right. If you come up on someone who's a relativist who says, oh, there's no such thing as absolute truth. No such thing as that. All truth is relative. No absolutes. Don't tell me what to do. All truth is relative. Well, here's what we call the roadrunner tactic. If you, watch, if you guys watch Bugs Bunny, uh, you know where the roadrunner is running and the coyote is following him and then the roadrunner makes a sudden turn on a cliff and a roadrunner goes running and boom, next thing you know his legs are moving, but he looks down and there's no ground around him, there's just the empty cliff, you know, and psh, he goes down. And that's called the roadrunner tactic. That's what we use here when we talk to relativists. We pull the rug right under them by showing them their contradictory position, that their position refutes itself. And when you can show that their position refutes itself, and that's how you Uh, get to see, you get to show someone the emptiness of their position if they buy into relativism. Right? For example, let me show you how you turn a sentence back on itself. For example, if this guy says, I can't speak a word in English, how do you turn that sentence back on itself? Huh? Yeah. Didn't you just say that in English? Now, let's get to some popular terms you hear in the culture today. There is no absolute truth. How do you turn that one back on itself? Yes. There you go. Isn't that, is that absolutely true? Okay. It's true for you, but not for me. How do you turn that one back on itself? Hmm? There you go. Some of you guys are saying it quietly. Is that true for you and not for me? How about this one? You cannot know reality. Huh? That's ah, stupid. <laughs> what do you say? How do you turn that back on yourself? There you go. I heard it right there. Okay? Isn't that a true statement about reality? You should not impose your morality on me. How do you turn that one back on itself? There you go. Aren't you imposing your morality on me? You should not judge others. There you go. Aren't you judging me? You you show them the self-defeating nature uh, of their statements. It works. It works. I was at a uh, conference in Chicago with a bunch of college students going through um, the evidence for the resurrection and one kid stood up at, at the Q&A and he was hot mad. He said, there's no such thing as truth. No such thing as truth. It's all relative. Everything you're teaching here is false. You know, and he was really mad and he stood there and I said, no such thing as truth. I said, Oh, no such thing as an as absolute truth. I said, "Is that a truth statement?" And he, and he stood there and he said, "Yes." I said, "Is that true for everyone?" He went, "Yes." And I said, "Guess what? You just stated an absolute truth." You know. And then he stood there and he said, "I got an answer for you. I got an answer for you." And he ran out and he got his laptop and he came running back in and he started typing. You know, there was Wi-Fi in our classroom. And uh, he said, uh, truth is defined." and he read his definition of truth. You know, that's relative, and all that. I said, oh. I said, is that a true statement? That's true for everyone? And he said, yes. I said, guess what? There's another absolute. <laughs> and then uh, he said, well, Christianity is false. I said, is that true? Christianity is false. Is that a true statement? Yes. Hey, there's another absolute, you know. And I got three here. And then he just said, "Well, you know, I can't believe in Christians, because Christians, you know, judge homosexuals and condemn them uh, to hell, and that's wrong." And I said, "Oh, is it wrong to falsely judge other people?" He said, "Yes." I said, "Is it wrong if I do that?" He said, "Yes." I said, "What about him? Is it wrong if he judges? He falsely judges others? Yes. I said, there's another absolute. It's wrong to, for everyone to falsely judge other people. Okay? So I said, man, we moved from no absolutes to about five right there. And he just started shaking. Oh, yeah, he got really mad. But I, you know, he finally saw the self-defeating nature of his position. Okay? And that's, that's the Roadrunner technique. Okay? Bungie, here's how he used it there on the campus of the University of Texas at Austin
2: you can't argue that there are no absolutes without creating an absolute right Mm -hmm. so there if there are no absolutes then there's one absolute is that correct yes and self it it makes it a self-defeating argument yeah right Mm -hmm. so we can know that there are absolutes I mean, I think this is, no, I still don't think there are absolute, yeah. It's still relative absolute. I suppose it would be good to think that there is, although I probably would tend to think that there isn't, because it's just in the nature of man to want to have a reason for being here. They want to have a reason to be living or... I want there to be some kind of absolute truth to eventually attain. But um, i have to say there probably isn't an absolute truth. Do you think that that is a true statement for everyone everywhere? Yes. So that's an absolute truth then, right? Yes. Of which you that's think. the only absolute truth, I think. So, so there's one absolute truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there's one absolute truth, could there be more? Nope. Well, well, now, now your argument that there are no absolute truths has already been defeated, right? Because we found one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm thinking the same thing. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it depends on what what word you want to say. If you call this the absolute truth, then that's perhaps the only truth that you can find.
1: Ah, kind of like a Chinese kung fu movie, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that last guy was pretty funny, you know. I mean he just kept going on and on. It's kinda like, do you want to say, hey man, give it up, man? So in dealing with relativists, hey, you turn the sentence back on itself. You show the self defeating nature of their own claim. The roadrunner tactic. Just pull the rug out from under them. Next you want to show that relativism is unlivable. is unlivable. Just push their hot button. Okay? Like we got um I remember going to a Bible study at uh, what these people were calling a postmodern church or whatever they wanted to call it, and I sat there and listened to the guy and he just said, no such thing as truth, postmoderns aren't, don't care about truth, therefore if we want to reach postmoderns we can't be dogmatic about truth and all. And, you know, I asked several questions, I said, well, wait a minute, you know, what do you mean no one cares about truth? Doesn't that show you care about truth? And no one cares about, you know. And, you know, we just weren't, he just wasn't getting it. Well, you know, we finally went to IHOP, you know, and he kept saying that, well, you know, there's no such thing as truth, no absolute truth, don't impose your morality on others, don't impose... You know, Christianity don't impose the truths of Christianity, and you, know, you just tell the story uh, doing all this kind of stuff. Well we got to IHOP and we walked by a group of teenagers and they started saying racist Chinese statements at us. Uh, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and that guy got mad. You know, he he got mad, you know, and he was sitting there at the table and he wasn't going to order. He said, Man I, someone needs to go there and talk to those kids. I said, Why? Well, racism is wrong, you know? And I said, really? Is that true for everyone? You know, is racism wrong for everyone? He said, well, yes it is. And I said, you know what? That's an absolute true statement you made right there. I thought postmodernists don't care about truth. You know? It's all perception, right? And he got quiet for a long time and he just sat there quietly for the whole dinner. You know, you just turned a sentence back on itself you show that it's an unlivable position. And when you show the emptiness of their position, you need to have a ready defense, articulate why your position is true. Okay? Take a look at the life of Jesus, okay, the most loving man that ever lived. Did other people get upset at Jesus? Did other people get upset when Jesus spoke on truth? Yeah. Now, balance that with the passage I mentioned earlier, First uh, Peter 3.15, okay? Always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have within you. So you always want to be prepared to give an answer, just like how you were prepared. But the second part of the verse is what we always forget, right? What's the second part of verse 8? But do this how? With gentleness and respect. Okay? So when you come across with gentleness, and respect you can have a very good dialogue with most people not with all people because when you take a stand on truth as Jesus and all the apostles if you read out in the New Testament other people got mad other people got really mad and as Christians you know Jesus said what blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of the kingdom okay. um, taking a position on truth you know as Christians is the most loving thing to do you know and yeah unfortunately it's gonna get some people mad sometimes you don't want them to you really hope you can you know and and the more I share my faith with non-Christians the better I'm getting being gentleness and respect and uh, we can you know some of my best friends now are Hindus, Muslims uh, atheists, you know, because I've learned to be more gentle and respectful and when I'm not so antagonistic. Uh, but yeah, there are times where, and that's part of the cross that we carry, is that when we proclaim truth, yes, yeah, some people are going to get mad. And truth is absolute, because God is above us. It is objective, because God is not encased in human culture. God is outside of creation and rules over creation. God is eternal, so truth is unchanging. So, the nature of truth, what is the truth on truth? Well, truth is absolute. It's not relative.
0: We want to thank you so much for listening to Evidence and Answers with Pat Zuckerman on this timely topic and remind you that you can get this entire series at our website, evidenceandanswers.org. That's evidenceandanswers.org. You'll find some of the best resources on presenting and defending your faith in Christ to an increasingly skeptical world at evidenceandanswers.org. World religions, atheism, the cults, The Occult, Apologetics, Scientific and Philosophical Arguments for the Existence of God, Creation and Evolution, the Reliability of the Bible, Archaeology and History, and the End Times. To name but just a few, you'll find Pat Zuckerman's interviews with leading scholars and speakers on the most crucial issues facing the church and the world. Go to EvidenceAndAnswers.org and be equipped. And right now... There's a free offer from Evidence and Answers, Pat's teaching on the Da Vinci Code deception. The Da Vinci Code book and movie will continue to impact the world for some time. And you can expect sequels and spin offs to continue to influence people to doubt the claims of Jesus Christ. So get Pat's teaching on this important subject for free. It's yours for the asking. Just go to evidenceandanswers.org and click on Contact Pat. Evidence and Answers is supported by you, the listener, who appreciates a program that gives good answers to good questions. Our calling is to do what the Apostle Paul did on Mars Hill in Athens. He presented and defended the Gospel of Jesus Christ, and we'll help you do the same by the grace of God. Just go to evidenceandanswers.org and any gift or purchase of resources will be a tremendous encouragement to us. And remember that this entire series is available at EvidenceAndAnswers.org. This has been Kevin Harris. Thank you so much for listening to Evidence and Answers with Pat Sukarin. Don't forget about the free offer we have, Pat's teaching in front of a live audience on The Da Vinci Code Deception. Go there now. God bless and thanks so much for listening. EvidenceAndAnswers.org.